Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. WCBS News Time 953. Joining us live now is our reporter, Allison Keyes. Uh, she is uh, witnessing. Allison, are you there? I'm here. I'm at the corner of Broadway. A and horrific Fulton. scene. A horrific scene. Tell us it, about it. It is horrible here. There are people coming down the street with burns. There are people crying. Panicked people are coming out of the building. And you can actually see bodies falling from the top floors of the World Trade Center every now and then. People are standing in the street in tears. People are panicking and calling their families. One gentleman told me he was on the 65th floor standing next to an elevator when the elevator exploded and knocked him out of his shoes. Another woman said that she was working on the 49th floor and she's seen people in the stairwells with burns, broken arms. People are passing out of the stairwells from the heat. She says there's a lot of heat and smoke. It's a horrible scene here. I'm live at Broadway and Fulton. Allison Keys, WCBS 880 News. All right, thank you, Allison. And now uh, we go to News 2. As a, uh, John Slattery. As a member of the White House advance staff, he came up to me and he said that he'd heard that a third plane was coming in. Now, uh, shortly after that, a police captain came up to me and urged us to get out of the area. We were about two blocks closer. He also said that, that their word from Washington was that a third plane was coming in. Whether or not that is going to materialize, we don't have any word right now. But with that, what happened was everyone who had been evacuated from the World Financial Center across the street and who were merely outside the building across the street were then moved about two blocks farther away. And in just about uh, the last five or ten minutes, all of the people, thousands of people who were gathered around me right here were moved back at least another half a block. The police are trying to get a handle on just the crowd control here. And meanwhile, what we saw, if we can look up at the building, 
Uh, you've undoubtedly already seen this as well, but a number of people were apparently jumping from windows. Uh, we saw at least five or six. Uh, one man told me that he knew of about ten, but an FBI agent confirmed five, and then with uh, a few minutes after that, we saw a sixth person uh, jump out. So we're unsure. That's John Slattery from CBS2 at the scene uh, with uh, the World Trade Center in uh, still with smoke billowing out of it right behind him. Uh, the F, the fire department is has a total recall. The city fire department wants all firefighters, all hands on deck. They need all the help they can get. You can't take the subway. The tunnels into Manhattan are all shut down. Uh, you cannot get into the city. You cannot fly anywhere in the country, except one person probably can fly in the country right now, and that's President Bush. Yes, uh, we believe that he has taken off from Florida, where he was speaking about half an hour ago at an elementary school. He is aboard Air Force One. We don't know if he's coming back to Washington or if they're going to keep him in the air at this point. The Capitol building, the Treasury, and the White House have now all been evacuated. A plane crashed into the Pentagon just a little while after the two planes crashed into the two towers of the World Trade Center here in New York. Tom Kaminsky in Chopper 880 had first word of that for us over an hour ago and joins us again. Tom, we have a question for you. Can you get out of Manhattan? Uh Apparently, you can get out of Manhattan. The word that we've gotten is that uh, the Port Authority is letting whoever wants to uh, get out, uh, get out. But there is no one being allowed into Manhattan. Uh, the, all of the Port Authority crossings are closed down. As we've been saying, the subway service severely disrupted. No one really uh, being allowed to move anywhere. At this point, if you are in a safe spot anywhere around this area, Probably the best thing for you to do is to just stay exactly where you are until this is, uh, this situation gets uh, rectified to some degree because it has not been rectified to any degree yet. Everything has been closed, as we've been uh, telling you. All of the area airports are closed, and now uh, all of the airports across the country have been closed. We are still uh, sitting here at Richfield Park. We had been getting fuel here. We had been allowed out of Teterboro Airport, and almost immediately the controller at Teterboro told us to return immediately because all operations were to be grounded at that point. And the word that they used is that the airspace in this area is going to be sterilized. That means absolutely nothing is going to be moving in the air around this area. Now, we don't know how long this restriction is going to last, but obviously this is as severe a restriction as you can possibly get in terms of air travel. Air travel across the country and really around the globe because of this is going to be severely disrupted and severely curtailed today. All right, Tom Kaminsky, we seem to be losing him at this point. We can tell you about evacuations here and in Washington. Certainly people are streaming out of buildings in lower Manhattan. We can now tell you that there's not going to be trading on the New York Stock Exchange. They're evacuating the New York Stock Exchange. NASDAQ was hoping to start its computerized trading day about two minutes from now at 10 o'clock. We don't know if that's going to happen. To this point, the White House, the Capitol Building, the State Department, the Treasury in Washington, all evacuated after the blast struck the Pentagon. Manhattan is sealed off, if you want to get in you cannot at this point in time wcbs news time is 9 58 it is tuesday morning the 11th of september and you will not forget this date 
WCBS News Radio 880. We're going to bring you the latest in just a moment uh, from the CBS Radio Network. We don't want to break away from the coverage of New York City and what's happening at the World Trade Center. But we have the situation at the Pentagon. Three coordinated attacks. First, the North Tower of the World Trade Center. Then, the South Tower. And then, about 40 minutes after that second blast, a plane augured into the Pentagon. A large plane, someone said. A witness said it was an American Airlines jetliner. I'm Jeff Kaplan. I'm Pat Carroll. And the nation is on full terrorist alert. Planes crashing into the World Trade Center. Two of them about an hour ago. And now it looks as though the tower has just collapsed. WCBS 880. Right here, right now. My God, this is horrible. It looks like the North Tower of the World Trade Center has just completely collapsed. Where the building once stood, there is nothing but smoke. There is smoke billowing and covering all the surrounding smaller skyscrapers. This must have happened within the past 20 or 30 seconds. We're hoping that the people who are outside are okay. That is a tremendous building, one of the largest in the world, and it's just apparently coming down. Uh, we really wish we could the tell you more. The smoke has become black now. Earlier on, when we first noticed the first plane crash into the first tower, it was a white, billowy smoke. It is now a black, sooty smoke. The city looks like it is in ruins from the vantage point of looking where the tower just crashed into lower Manhattan. The smoke that is surrounding the World Trade Center and billowing out in the blocks around, if you take a panoramic view of the city, it looks as if there were dark, dirty clouds fully enveloping all the skyscrapers, and presumably the that smoke is being breathed by the thousands and thousands of people who've been streaming out of the buildings and hopefully can get out of the area. They've the been trying. The streets are crowded. People are panicking. They're, they're, they're lining up to borrow phones uh, uh, because they can't use their cell phones. And there is probably likely to be a bit of panic in lower Manhattan This right just now. happened within the past moment. And we wish we could tell you more about the situation with the North Tower, which has been on fire. WCBS Chopper 880, Tom Kaminsky. We hope we have good reception. Please tell us what you're hearing. Well, what we're, uh, we're hearing exactly what you are hearing, uh, Jeff, and uh, as I heard you uh, mention that, uh, I looked over uh, from our vantage point in Richfield Park, which is uh, quite a ways away from that area, but saw a, uh, a quite a billowing of smoke uh, in that area of uh, Tower Number 2 that we had not seen previously, and it uh, would certainly appear from the indications that we're getting, and in fact hearing from other pilots that uh, a large section of uh, Tower Number 2 has indeed uh, collapsed. That is the word that we're getting. Uh, I don't have that officially and standing out here outside of the helicopter, which is about as much as we can do, uh, I don't have that confirmed, but there is just a tremendous amount of uh, smoke behind tower number one right now. And uh, Jeff, at this point, that's all I have. You know, all I'm right, going to try Tom and lean Kinski. out. I'm going to switch microphones and just take a look outside. We, we have a view uh, from a certain point in the studio here where you can see that part of Manhattan. And we, we've often remarked, oh, look, there's the World Trade Center. And when we saw smoke a little while ago, over an hour ago, we didn't know how serious it was. We've had a view of the World Trade Center here. It's partially obscured by a building that went up recently. But we could always see uh, sort of a perspective of both towers. And while we saw smoke billowing from both buildings, dark, thick smoke from the upper floors, now it's just... Uh, huge, totally obscured situation down there. There's white smoke beneath the grayer smoke that is billowing off toward Brooklyn at this point. Apparently, 
the North Tower of the World Trade Center simply collapsed, like something you would see in a video of a stadium being blown up okay. by dynamite, and we don't know why. Kelly Edwards is live with us, a producer from WCBS who has been calling in periodically through the morning because she's right near where everything's going on. What do you see now, Kelly? I am looking at the North Building, and I cannot see the South Building right now. I saw uh, the whole side of it crumble with smoke and a lot of sparks coming out. The entire side just crumbled to the ground. It almost seemed like slow motion. Right now, the smoke is covering up what would be left of the tower if it were there, but I honestly could not see the tower at all before the smoke got this bad. It's, the entire building appears to have collapsed. Now, I don't know if it did because the smoke is now in the way, but from my vantage point, after the side of the building crumbled off with sparks flying, and it sounded like the 4th of July, it seems as if the entire building might have collapsed, but again, I do not know. The roof of the building, we can say, is not where it was 10 minutes ago. We don't know to what level or if it went right to the ground, but certainly there are buildings so tight in that area that the debris would have showered all over them. Again, you can't tell at this point because lower Manhattan is simply completely enveloped in smoke, visibility zero. Kelly, you're about 15 blocks from I, the World Trade Center. It's smoky where you are, too. It's, well, it's not quite so smoky here, and I did try to get closer. I tried to drive closer, and that was absolutely impossible. And the only way for me to get back north was to uh, drive backwards on 7th Avenue because I could not even turn. There are too many cars and too many emergency vehicles. You can hear them can hear going them. by. Go ahead. Yeah, I, we can hear them. You said it sounded like the 4th of July. You heard a big explosion before I, the building fell? I saw it as it was happening, and it sounded as if you had a hundred of those little black cat firecrackers and you lit them all off at once. That's what it sounded like. It sounded like the finale of the 4th of July over the East River. To this moment, we don't know if that might have been another explosion set off or something caused by an open gas main as a result of the plane crashing in earlier. We just have no idea. It's too hard to tell, but I can tell you that the flames from that second explosion, from that second crash, were crawling down the sides of the building. And it seems as if they had crawled down probably a good 15 or 20 stories and upward as well before this explosion or crumbling took place. Again, the smoke is still in the way, but you can almost feel like you can look through it and see nothing. It feels like there is only one tower standing. Kelly, you gave us some very vivid pictures uh, earlier about what it was like in the streets and people were, were rushing to try and get children out of daycare, panicking, trying to uh, use telephones. Uh, we've lost Kelly, but we've got Sean Adams now, who is uh, joining us now on Broadway. Sean, do we I have think Sean? we can bring you Sean. Yeah. Sean? Hello? Okay, go ahead, please. There? Where are you, Sean? Right now I'm on Broadway and Leonard Street, and I'm in a crowd, and we are running north on Broadway. We are escaping an enormous cloud of dust and debris that is racing up Broadway behind us. It is to our backs. I was down uh, by the southern tip of, uh, Central, uh, of, of City Hall Park when we heard a thunderous boom and crackling sound. I gazed up briefly and I saw, I believe it was the Southern Tower, right where that corner I talked about earlier, how it had been broken apart, slashed on both sides. The tower appeared to crumble and start to fall sideways and down. I didn't look anymore after that. I turned and I started to run. Everyone ran. Police ran. People just took off. People ducked into doorways and people didn't stop to look behind. I didn't want to see what happened. I just started running. I made it to Broadway. Just everyone that was stopped on the street, necks craned, gazing upward, looking at the inferno, both towers burning like Roman candles. 
everyone just started to run, just trying to escape whatever was coming down. And now that cloud of smoke is making its way uh, up Broadway, uh, over a bit uh, to the west. You can't even see down the street. It's just white dust. It's not an easy job this morning to be a reporter, and uh, our reporters are doing their best. Allison Keyes is, is also in the thick of things, and you had a, a kind of a close call, didn't you, Allison? I had an unbelievably close call. I can hardly breathe. It looks like a nuclear war happened here. You can't see the sky at all. It's all gray smoke. I was standing at Broadway and Fulton, and all of a sudden there was a huge rumble under the ground, and we all looked at each other, and everybody just ran for their lives, and you heard a huge crash, and I looked behind me once, and the whole top of the building looked like it was coming down, and I just turned and ran. The smoke got to be so thick that I couldn't breathe at all. So some of us got inside of a building about a quarter block from where I'm standing now. I still can hardly see. There's so much smoke in the air. The street is completely covered with soot. I'm looking at a, at a single tennis shoe standing in front of me. People are running by me with handkerchiefs over their faces and everything. I'm sorry, it's really hard to talk. I'm live on full set. Allison Keys, WCBS 880 News. All right, Allison, please stay in touch with the desk. You know, like so many thousands of people in the area worried about loved ones, our reporters have been heading to the scene and then that collapse, and we're grateful when we hear from each one that they're okay. Allison Keyes and Sean Adams checking in from the area inside that smoke, trying to breathe and run at the same time. 50,000 people work at the World Trade Center. Hopefully, many of them got a chance to leave the building safely during the, what, the hour or so uh, after, the northbound, after the North Tower was first hit by the plane. It was, what would you say, roughly an hour before the building apparently collapsed. It all started at about 10 minutes of 9, the first tower was hit by a plane. About 18 minutes later, a second tower was hit by a second plane. Of course, we're talking 9 o'clock in the morning. Office staffs are in, are coming in, are on their way in. The building is likely to be humming with activity at that time. We don't really have much word uh, about injuries, except we do know there have been fatalities. People were seen falling from the buildings, from the towers. And now, of course, one of the towers has absolutely collapsed right at the site. Tom Kaminsky is in Chopper 880 keeping an eye on things for us, or at Chopper 880. Are you allowed to fly now? Uh, we are absolutely not allowed to fly at this point. Uh, uh, flying around here that we have seen uh, some uh, some emergency aircraft that are making their way in. Uh, we are not allowed to operate this aircraft at all, uh, and we don't know at this point for uh, for how long. And uh, the uh, upshot of what uh, the new information that we have is that all non-essential travel is uh, being banned. In other words, there uh, are no uh, there's no one allowed at the Port Authority uh, crossings. Uh, Jeff had asked earlier uh, were people being allowed to leave. Currently, they are not. Uh, there is no one allowed. Uh, at the Port Authority crossings, no one into or out of Manhattan from any conceivable direction. The subways at this point, all service has been entirely suspended until the officials can get a handle on to uh, as to uh, what the degree of service can actually and safely be used. At the airports, no airport, uh, uh, no, no uh, planes being allowed to land or depart. There is a full stop at all of the airports across the United States of America, and because of that, Obviously, severe uh, restrictions and delays uh, on air travel around the globe today. So um, at this point, about the only advice that I can offer from our vantage point is that if you are in a spot that is safe, stay there, at least for the time being, until the situation gets to one degree or another straightened out. Jeff, Pat? We keep thinking it can't get worse, and then something else happens. First, the explosion at quarter to nine. Then about five after nine, the second explosion at the South Tower. 
of the World Trade Center. Following that, the explosion at the Pentagon caused by a large plane going in. And now, at a minute to 10 o'clock, the North Tower of the World Trade Center collapsed. The site where it once stood is now leveled. That symbol of New York City gone. WCBS reporter Peter Haskell is on the ground for us at Chelsea Piers. All right, let's uh, first and start out and say that it was the South Tower that actually collapsed. We've got a good look of the North Tower from here at Chelsea Piers, and it looks like perhaps the top, I don't know, 20 or 30 floors is totally, completely blackened. There is still thick gray smoke that is just pouring out of this. You can hear the emergency vehicles going by. They have been doing this for the last probably 30 minutes. It would seem that every possible available piece of equipment that they dare send downtown, they are doing. Again, the equipment, um, mostly fire engines, but also uh, unmarked police cars have been flying down the West Side Highway. Uh, there are folks who were watching through binoculars when they just saw a huge explosion in the corner of the South Tower and then just debris flying. Now, understand from Chelsea Piers, you can only see the left edge of that South Tower through the North Tower. Now, looking at the North Tower, where that plane went in, apparently, at the very top of the building, we can see flames still shooting out from the right side of this North Tower. And maybe uh, 10 floors below, on the far left edge, you can see flames on the inside of the building. So uh, maybe 20 floors from the top on the right edge, flames shooting out the right side of that building. And on the left edge, maybe uh, 10 floors down from there, the flames aren't shooting out. But uh, having looked through binoculars, you can see that there is a, a pretty tremendous fire inside. And now, actually... With the naked eye, we can see probably two or three floors below that, the orange glow of what appears to be a fire. There is one helicopter flying up above, and just a minute ago, we looked uh, at what appeared to be a military plane circling from uh, down by the World Trade Center, heading up toward the entire state building, and then circling back. Uh, a military plane circling back uh, down the Hudson River, uh, back toward the World Trade Center. It appeared to be a military plane. A couple of people here identified it definitively as a military plane, but based on the shape of the wings, it certainly appeared uh, that that was the case. So uh, people just flooding up from downtown. They're leaving their jobs at World Financial. There's Peter Haskell. Chelsea Piers, Peter Haskell to the UCBS and, 880 you know, After the first hour after this happened, we didn't hear that sound in the background so much, but it is reassuring to hear the police sirens, yeah. but with all the traffic and the commuters having a normal work day on a Tuesday, it was uh, hard to get anything going, but now the streets have been cleared. In fact, closed all non-essential traffic in Manhattan is completely banned. WCBS News Time 1013. Breaking news on WCBS 880. Right here, right now. I'm Pat Carroll. I'm Jeff Kaplan, and this is the most horrific terrorist attack in the history of the United States. Just moments ago, one of the World Trade Center towers collapsed. It is gone. A plane had crashed into the tower earlier this morning near the top. Another plane crashed into the other tower, which remains standing, and a plane... A little while later, crashed into the Pentagon. The FAA has shut down all aircraft takeoffs nationwide at major airports. The White House has been evacuated following some kind of terror threat there, according to the Secret Service. The president is now airborne. He's on a 747, we believe Air Force One. We don't know if he's coming to Washington or if they're simply keeping him in the air. The Capitol building has also been evacuated, of course, as has the Pentagon in Washington. One of the planes that crashed into the Trade Center here in Manhattan had been hijacked after takeoff from Boston. That word uh, was from a source with the FBI. Bridges and tunnels into Manhattan are closed. The city subway system, as we've been telling you, is shut down. Trading on Wall Street has been halted. 
But uh, WCBS has just learned that uh, all New York City schools are open today, with the exception of three high schools, which are downtown, and they have been evacuated too close to where everything's going on. Even before the South Tower of the World Trade Center collapsed, we were hearing stories of bedlam in the streets, people panicking, running from the scene, lining up at payphones. Uh, Sean Adams had told us near City Hall that far away, 50 people deep because cell phone transmissions weren't working. One of these towers is where most of the TV stations broadcast from in New York City. Their signals were interrupted for a time as well as some FM radio stations. And we want the attention of all New York City firefighters within the sound of our voices. A total recall is in effect. All firefighters and officers should report to duty. You are needed. All firefighters in New York City should report to duty. You are needed today. Uh, our WCBS producer Kelly Edwards was caught in that cloud of smoke when the tower collapsed into the ground just about 10 minutes ago. Kelly's joining us live. Uh, where are you now? You okay? I, yeah, I'm okay. I'm on 7th Avenue South. I'm uh, about 10, 15 blocks north. I'm looking at the North Tower, still heavy smoke coming out of it. Some of the smoke on the side is now beginning to clear, and I see blue sky behind it. I do not see any South Tower. Part of the South Tower is normally obscured by the North Tower from my vantage point, but I can tell you that I'm looking at blue sky where I was looking at the South Tower of the World Trade Center. I can tell you the reaction on the street. There are people sobbing. There are people frantically trying to dial their cell phones. Many of them don't know that service has been cut off. Everybody is sharing what little information they have with each other. For some reason, as far away as we are, people are walking south. People are walking toward this disaster. But I can tell you that people are very, very frightened. They are trembling. Uh, I do, did talk to one eyewitness who saw the first plane go into the North Tower. She said it was clearly a commercial airline, and as she watched it, before it actually hit the tower, she said it sputtered, it sounded like it was having engine trouble, it did not occur to her that this might be a terrorist attack. She assumed that it was a plane going out of control, losing its engines. She said it was making a lot of loud rumbling noises before it even hit the tower. All right, thank you. Kelly Edwards reporting live from downtown where so many thousands and thousands of people are waiting to hear the fate of the loved ones after the World Trade Center South Tower completely collapsed, the north in flames. Here's what we do know about the apparent hijackings of these jetliners that crashed into the buildings. One of the planes was hijacked out of Boston, according to FAA sources. And now we're learning that another source, condition, uh, speaking on a condition of anonymity, says that second plane was flown out of Newark. WCBS reporter Allison Keyes nearly got hit by the falling debris just a little while ago uh, after the uh, collapse of that one tower about 15 minutes ago, and she joins us live now on the line. Allison, what's going on now? I'm standing at the corner of Fulton and Dutch where it is clear just about enough for you to see the sky. There is an inch of dust or dirt on the ground. People are walking down the street coughing. Everybody is covered with soot. Uh, I have not seen that many injured people, but frankly, I haven't had the nerve to go too much back near that building. It was a really terrifying scene. We were all standing watching people come out of the building fairly calmly when all of a sudden there was a huge rumbling and everybody turned around and ran for their lives. You could hear the building falling behind you and the street and the, the dirt from the building was like a giant cloud in the street. It was like being in the middle of a nuclear war. I was standing in the middle of the street. You couldn't see. There was so much dirt. Debris was falling all over that. Prior to that, at the, at the top of the building was burning. There were bodies falling from the building. It's a really horrible scene here. All right.
Allison Keys live from Lower Manhattan, where it is a hazardous place for reporters as well, oh. and uh, trying to collect herself a little bit after a very close call. Somebody else who was very, very close when the uh, building collapsed uh, right across the street, in uh, fact, Mary Gay Taylor. We're glad to know you're okay. We were worried about you for the last half hour well, or so. I was a little worried myself. You could see the explosion, and everybody ran, and it was like time stood still. I realized I couldn't get out of range, so I got under an EMS truck. You okay to spend a moment and tell us exactly what you saw? I mean, you were at the Millennium Hotel, right across yeah, the street from had, the World Trade Center when the, when the building collapsed. They had just told us to get out. It wasn't safe, but they had people sitting in chairs around there. So, you know, uh, and I, I was standing there and saw the thing go up and heard it. So I ran like everyone, but I couldn't get far enough. So I ducked under a EMS truck bumper and it stuff started raining down on us and it was pitch black. And I began to get covered up so I couldn't breathe. So I backed out a little bit. <clears throat> and um, tried to spit the stuff out. Well, after a while, it stopped coming down, and uh, the there was an EMS uh, lieutenant there, and he had a flashlight. I kept saying, why can't I see? It was pitch black. I thought my eyes had been blinded, and uh, it was dark. It was just, it was still coming down. So uh, they, they uh, helped us. Everybody has it in their eyes and their throat and their mouth, but I'm just glad I wasn't buried alive there. They let us out of there. They <laughs> what, had what to sacrifice of, my tape recorder. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's okay. It's quite all right. We got you back. What now, kind of debris was falling? Was, was it soot? It's or? like asbestos. or, or uh, I, It's tan. It's like sand. It's like we're in the desert. Well, we're I, thinking that this whole building came down. It had to have gone somewhere. Well, it's on the streets uh, everywhere. Everyone's uh, got handkerchiefs over their eyes. They took us to an O-Bone pan where it was um, made into like a little emergency center and they poured water on us and, and on the rescue workers too and all the EMS workers. And they're just in there coughing and sputtering and trying to get the stuff out. And FBI workers are trying to help people on the on the street there they said are you all right ma'am as i'm walking back here to city hall the, all the gates are locked city hall park they've uh, they've buttoned it down here um <clears throat> you could only get in at the main entrance with uh, id that would be the full terrorist alert for the city <laughs> yes. i guess i'm trying to find out where the mayor is and where he's going to do whatever right. he's going to do well, take a breath and take a moment <laughs> we're just like anybody else Breaking we want to know you're all right on wcbs 880 right here right now we don't know if this is simply rumor and the way people talk when something like this happens it is certainly not fact at this point the state department's been evacuated because of a possible explosion and fire there in washington a senior government official uh, speaking anonymously said the incident appeared to be connected with all the plane crashes the two here at the world trade center the one at the pentagon according to the source a quote here from the associated press something has happened to the state department we don't know what yet we hear that it might have been a plane stay with us for the very latest on that angle there are fresh developments moment by moment here in new york city you're listening to wcbs continuing live team coverage of a disaster this morning two planes into the world trade center towers another into the Pentagon and perhaps more problems at the State Department. We have 50 to 100 critical patients at St. Vincent's Hospital at this time here in New York City. There were bodies seen falling from the towers uh, sometime after the crash.
crash of a plane into each of them and the resulting fire and smoke. And then, of course, about 20 minutes ago, the collapse of one of those towers and there likely were more fatalities and casualties. A couple of our reporters really had close calls because they were nearby when it all happened. You just listened to WCBS reporter Mary Gay Taylor. We're going now to CBS 2 for some more coverage from the scene. That they're scrambling jet flight fighters out mm -hmm. of um, uh, local uh, military air. Michael, we'll come back to you in just a couple of moments. I hate to interrupt you. Let's go to Cindy Shu, who's in the newsroom. She's got a further update. Cindy? Okay, Michael, we have information from uh, the Pentagon evacuation. General Richard Myers, Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, said that prior to the crash into the Pentagon, military officials had been notified that another hijacked plane had been heading from New York area to Washington, and that's according to the AP. Also, we were talking about the State Department being evacuated, and it is because of a possible explosion um, or fire there. We're trying to get more information. And then locally here, we're hearing from Beekman Hospital that everyone has been called in, administrative, uh, doctors nurses and that they are getting again we should mention here at WCBS 880 that all members of the New York City Fire Department have been called to duty it's a total recall you're expected to call in and get to work to help in this situation 23 after 10 on WCBS and our reporter Sean Adams who has been checking in with us all morning uh, now at uh, Church and Walker that's right. We've had to track uh, north to get away from that cloud of uh, dust and smoke and debris that has totally enveloped all of lower Manhattan. Uh, what we can tell you is the critical uh, thing. That, hello? You still there? We're yes, still we're with here. you. Go ahead. The critical thing for people to do right now, if you are in lower Manhattan, move north slowly and orderly. Police are trying to move you north. They need the streets clear for emergency vehicles. Uh, there's an emergency vehicle racing up Church Street right now. People who are gawking and onlooking, you really need just to get out of the area. We heard jets rolling overhead a short while ago. Uh, the, what we saw when the, when the building came down, all I saw was the initial uh, 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 start of it. It was a thunderous boom. I was on Church and Park. I gazed up, and right where the uh, building had been slashed on either side and where the corner had uh, basically been broken, that's where it started to break, and everything started to come down. And after that, I didn't see a thing. I ran. Uh, everyone uh, just evacuated the area. People were tripping over one another. Shoes were left in the street. And now there's a giant uh, police vehicle moving uh, across Church Street. Uh, you need to keep the streets clear, folks. You have to get out of this area. Track north. There are no trains running through this area. Uh, and uh, really, just it, 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 it's a scene that's still developing. It is a fluid scene and people need to realize they need to get out of here. Breaking news on WCBS 880 right here, right now. We have new information for you about the State Department. At the State Department, we mentioned a moment ago that something had happened there in Washington. A car bomb has exploded outside the State Department. According to a senior law enforcement official in the nation's capital, that building is being evacuated, the Capitol, the White House, uh, and more in Washington, D.C., the Treasury Department, and we have a new evacuation to tell you about here in New York City. The United Nations is being evacuated. There will not uh, be anything going on there today. They want to seal that off, as well as Mary Gay Taylor told us to City Hall was pretty much locked up tight, only one way in and only with ID. You can't get in or out of the city right now, especially Manhattan. The, the tunnels and the bridges are all blocked off and the subway as well. This is the worst terror attack in U.S. history. The South Tower of the World Trade Center 
is gone, collapsing after a plane crashed into it while the other tower is still burning. Also hit by a plane and another plane, as we've told you, has crashed into the Pentagon. The huge question is what has happened to the people inside those buildings? How many of them had a chance to get out during that 50 minutes or so after the building was first hit by a plane and before the collapse? Another concern is for children. Certainly everybody, there's this early rush hour going on, but where can you go? What with the tunnels and the bridges all closed down in New York City on a full terrorism alert about the kids. City schools are remaining open except for three high schools downtown that have been evacuated. Leadership and public service, economics and finance and Murray Bergtraum. Only parents can pick up their children. All the kids are being kept inside. There is heightened security as well for the kids at all schools. Uh, kids who have been evacuated from nearby school buildings have all been sent home. New York City is on full terror alert. We heard an awful lot about this at uh, the eve of the millennium and now we're getting the experience of it. Officials believe the plane that hit the Pentagon had flown out of the New York area. One of the planes that crashed into the World Trade Center had been hijacked after takeoff from Boston, and there there is some word. Sources say the other plane may have flown out of Newark. The FAA has grounded all aircraft at major airports nationwide. City subway system is shut down. Trading on Wall Street is halted. Bridges and tunnels into Manhattan are closed. WCBS News Time 1026. I'm Jeff Kaplan. I'm Pat Carroll. Breaking news on WCBS 880. Right here, right now. State Department sources are confirming that it was a car bomb that exploded outside the State Department building in Washington. This is the fourth attack that we know of today. The first two taking place here in New York City. Two planes hitting the two towers of the World Trade Center. Well, we don't know if there was a third attack. We do know the South Tower completely collapsed. The spot where half of the World Trade Center Twin Towers once stood is now just a big empty space and a huge plume of smoke. We're getting some word now. We had said one of the planes that crashed into one of the towers uh, of the World Trade Center had come from Boston, had been hijacked. Well, and now there is some word that it was an American Airlines uh, plane, Flight 11, from Boston to L.A. And, uh, of course, we have just learned that there was a car bombing outside the State Department in Washington. A plane also crashed into the Pentagon earlier this morning. The White House, the Capitol Building, the State Department, the Pentagon, all being evacuated in Washington. And... Uh, the president is not in Washington. He is safely, we believe, in the air right now on Air Force One. When, uh, when it all happened, he was on the ground in Florida. For a time, we were worrying about WCBS reporter Mary Gay Taylor, who was right across from the World Trade Center towers when the South Tower collapsed. Uh, we've gotten a hold of her. She's okay. Her tape recorder is gone, but that's no small matter. She's joining us live from uh, the safety of City Hall now. Yes, the whole of downtown is just covered with sand. It looks like the desert. It's about an inch deep on the it's pieces of building. Uh, you could see the explosion. You could hear the explosion. And you had time to run a little before it hit. And, and you just realized you weren't going to make it. So I got under a truck, under an EMS truck. And uh, boy, are you glad to see those emergency work. Breaking news on WCBS 880. Right here, right now. The First second, one and now the other one. The second tower of the World Trade Center has just completely collapsed. We're looking outside our window. Frank, could you lean in for a second? You can see it out there if we can bring you up on the mic. Frank Lanz is joining us. He's looking out the window all right you can here. See, we had a beautiful vantage point, Jeff, of the World Trade Center. Right now, all you have is smoke. Uh, it's just astonishing. People in the newsroom crying, hugging each other. What a scene today. Uh, just, uh, it, I'm shaking. I mean, it, it's just horrifying. The, the second tower just came crumbling down as we were sitting out at the desk, and it's just a, a horrifying scene. We look to the timing. It is 30 minutes to the second 
since the first tower came down. Kelly Edwards, our producer who has been near the scene all morning long, saw the second tower come down just a brief moment ago. What it looked like, apparently like a waterfall, like Niagara Falls, but it was smoke and debris. Kelly. Yes, that second tower came down a lot faster than the first one. The first one, the side peeled off, and the second one, I, I was talking to my sister to let her know I was okay, and at that very moment, I said, I, I, said, I have to go. I am watching the second one crumble. What happened was that the whole upper part, probably 20 stories worth, which was black with smoke already at that point, and a seam of flames around the entire building just collapsed, and that forced the lower part of the building, probably 80 stories, to collapse underneath of it. The entire collapse probably took about seven or eight seconds. Uh, as it was all falling, you could see look what looked like steel pillars or cement pillars rising up into the air and falling with the entire weight of the building. It's right a, now, it's I'm a looking sickening at feeling. Sky. It's a very sickening feeling. The word here is, uh, oh my God. That's what? what everybody here is saying. People are freaked out. The smoke is starting to move to the east right now. And once again, I'm looking at blue sky where there used to be two very tall buildings. And to add to the horror, we have word that there were a couple of people trapped in that tower before it went down. WCBS Newstime 1031. It's been about all of a minute and a half since the second tower of the World Trade Center completely collapsed. Not the thick plume of smoke we saw the first time that enveloped the building. We couldn't tell what had happened. W WCBS reporter Sean Adams. I got Sean. Okay, Here we go. Sean, you live. saw it happen? I did indeed. I was on Church Street and I was trying to help a, a gentleman who was caught in the first collapse. He was covered in white dust. And then all of a sudden we heard a rumble. We looked up. There was an enormous plume of black smoke billowing up above the tower. And then all of a sudden a roar. And it came down. And it didn't come down in one piece uh, like the other one seemed to do at the top. It just it crumbled. It was like a house of cards. Uh, bits of, of metal and debris just started to rain upwards and then downwards. There was smoke. And then there was basically a tidal wave of dust and smoke that started to just run its course up Church Street. And it's slowly making its way up this way now. Both towers are gone. We're, we're seeing chilling CBS video looking from New Jersey across the Statue of Liberty and beyond that. It looks like any war zone you might have seen out of World War II or Vietnam or Korea or the Persian Gulf War. Lower Manhattan completely enveloped in smoke that is blowing off toward Brooklyn. The skyline will never look as you remembered it again. Here is Peter Haskell now live, joining us, our reporter from a command center in Lower Manhattan. Well, actually, uh, we're over at the Chelsea Piers Pad, and it, ironically, uh, we watched the, the flames uh, starting to move lower on that building, but because of the cell phone problems, I ran inside to a Chelsea Piers office and, and did not see that. But what I will do is, if you have a second, I'll play a piece of tape of a woman who was looking through binoculars as the South Tower went down. Do you want me to take the time to play a little of that Sure, right go ahead. Okay. This is a woman who was looking through binoculars when at first the South Tower went down. We're seeing it from the north, and I couldn't see exactly what happened, but I was watching a black from the South Tower, the edge that you could see. I was watching flames and something very dark black that looked more solid than smoke on the left-hand side, a little bit below where, where the damage is on the North Tower here. And then suddenly there was just a tremendous big wind. Allison Keys can barely hear us, our WCBS reporter who is down at the scene. It's good to hear from you after that second tower collapse. What are you seeing where you are? 
right now I'm standing inside of a building because you absolutely cannot see anything outside. Once again, you heard the terrible wonder, rumble and police and fire, and everybody started running towards City Hall. I'm in a building 15-something Broadway, uh, about two blocks from World Trade Center. I can't see anything at all outside. It is, it is completely pitch black with smoke. For the second time, people in the building here are panicked, but we're all okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Allison. We'll hear from you again shortly. We've been wondering about what happened to the wounded. Those people hurt and certainly 50,000 people work in those two towers. Uh, we know that 50 to 100 people were in critical condition at St. Vincent's and we're hearing more now. Now we go live to Bellevue where WCBS reporter Kathy Carpin is standing by. Uh, well, it sounds like we've lost Kathy. You know, communications are very hard this morning. Cell phones are not working. People right. are having to use pay phones and then you got to put another quarter. And then anecdotally, we're hearing from people in New Jersey via computer that they can't get phone lines into Manhattan. Certainly, it must be hundreds of thousands of people, maybe millions all over the country, checking on loved ones here after seeing this play out and hearing it on the radio. All right, let's try again for Kathy Carpenter yes, at Bellevue. Yes, I'm here at Bellevue where I'm told this is the largest emergency room in the city. They're preparing to receive of injured people here. They're setting up triage units inside and out. They're clearing all the available beds. They're discharging all the people that they want to um, leave so that the injured can be cared for. Uh, they've called in all available doctors and nurses. They're in external disaster mode. I'm told every hospital in the city is in external disaster mode, preparing to receive hundreds of patients. They have closed the FDR drive. I could not get below 14th Street, but you continually see ambulances and um, emergency vehicles from as far as Montgomery County, from all over the region, they are shooting down to lower Manhattan. This is Kathy Carpin at Bellevue. We're just getting word that the evacuations have spread to Newark now, the Rodino Federal Building, the adjacent federal courthouses in Newark. They've been closed. Workers have begun leaving those buildings. The U.N.'s been evacuated, certainly. There is no one who is staying at work in lower Manhattan. The main goal of anybody in lower Manhattan this morning is to simply escape. WCBS reporter Peter Haskell back with us from Chelsea Piers. Uh, Pat, what we have seen uh, probably for the last hour or so, people flooding up along uh, the West Side Highway, that new pedestrian walkway. Those folks work in lower Manhattan, and basically they were all sent home. A lot of the folks uh, were... Uh, aware of that first plane crash hitting the building, so they were looking out the window when they saw uh, the second plane hit. And now many of them are uh, thankful that they're safe, but wondering how they're going to get home, regardless of where they live, whether it's New Jersey or Westchester or Long Island. We spoke to one man who was, uh, saw the second plane hit and was uh, here at Chelsea Piers having walked uptown. Approaching at Wealth Financial Center, and uh, we saw parts of the plane come down. So everyone immediately knew that the top of World Trade Center blew up. So we, we were only 20 floors up, so we ran down 20 floors. And then we were all standing down below trying to figure out what, you know, what happened. So uh, then the second plane hit, but we all know it was a terrorist attack, so everyone just started, you know, running away. It was ridiculous. Where were people running to? They were in every direction. It was a mess. It was a mess. A lot of people also saying that it was not chaotic, but certainly people were unnerved. Uh, folks not even grabbing anything, just getting out of the building as quickly as they can. Uh, the buildings were evacuated, or people were told to leave after that uh, second plane hit, and folks have just been trying to get out of there. And as I say, we've seen a very steady stream of folks uh, walking uptown just trying to get out of there. 
many of them wondering how they're going to get home, but uh, very, very thankful that they are alive to talk about this. And obviously, since uh, we've spoken to that gentleman, the two buildings have collapsed. Uh, the skyline has been altered forever, and folks are, are wondering what tomorrow will bring. Reporting live at Chelsea Piers, Peter Haskell, WCBS 880 News. You're listening to live, continuing team coverage on WCBS 880. President Bush boarded Air Force One at about 9.30 an hour ago, uh, right before, or right after, rather, the Pentagon was hit by a jetliner that flew into the building. Uh, we don't know the situation inside that building either. Much like New York, we don't know the status of the injured. Uh, those who might have been killed inside the World Trade Center were both towers were leveled. They collapsed within the past 40 minutes. One at 9.59, one precisely 30 minutes later at 10.29 this morning. We do know there have been fatalities. People were reporting to us, eyewitnesses, that they saw bodies falling from the towers this morning. And we know that a few people at least were trapped inside at least one of the towers before it collapsed, unable to get out. Lower Manhattan's completely enveloped in smoke and the simple goal of anyone down there is to get to safety. Emergency crews still trying to get to the scene. Anyone, anytime we speak with one of our reporters. You hear the sirens going off in the background, the cacophony of sirens. In Washington, a remarkable scene being played out. We were mentioning President Bush uh, got aboard Air Force One. We don't know if he's bound for Washington or simply staying up in the air. The White House has been completely evacuated. And at this moment, security guards are brandishing automatic weapons outside the president's residence in Washington. WCBS uh, has deployed reporters uh, throughout the area to try and give us a picture of what's going on. And now we speak to another of them, Sean Adams, live on Church Street. I'm on Church Street, and I just want to let you know, I spoke with a gentleman, his name is Robert Mansfield. He's from Rockland County. He just wants his family to know that he's all right. I'm standing next to him. Robert Mansfield from Rockland County is all right. He is covered completely in this thick dust and this debris and soot. He's now walking away. He told me what happened. He was on uh, a floor in the 80s when the plane crashed. They were knocked to the ground. It was pitch black. They made their way down the stairs in the dark. They got to a door that was locked. They had to force their way out. He said there were people behind him. He's not even sure if they got out. He was in the vicinity then when the tower came down. He made his way this far north. Uh, now he just continues to walk. He's going up to Canal Street, but he is all right. What we can see right now, the, the Manhattan skyline, it looks like something that we haven't seen in, in 30 years. There is nothing towering and dominating the skyline down there now except a giant cloud of smoke and dust and debris. The towers are gone. The words cannot describe it except to say that the towers are gone. Church Street is littered with people still lingering, uh, looking, watching. They don't know what to do. Some people are down on their knees praying. Many people are crying. People are dialing their cell phones in vain. Their cell phones are not working. People are, are, are cursing the, who, whoever could have done this. One man said to me that this is, this is worse than Pearl Harbor. Breaking news on WCBS 880, right here, right now. We don't even know how many incidents this now makes, but a large plane has crashed in western Pennsylvania. This would be in or near Pittsburgh. This is the first sketchy word. This is according to officials at Somerset County Airport. This is not Somerset, New Jersey. We're talking about Somerset County in western Pennsylvania. We don't know what kind of plane. Uh, we don't know exactly where it might have crashed or if it crashed into anything. We do know that part of the Pentagon building has collapsed after the attack there, after what appeared to have been an American Airlines jet smashed
smashed into one of the five, one side of the five-sided building. We've told you about evacuations in Washington, the White House, the Capitol, the Pentagon, the State Department. We've also told you the United Nations is evacuated and three high schools in lower Manhattan. Well, now City Hall is being evacuated as well. Uh, earlier, our reporter Mary Gay Taylor made her way there from the scene of uh, the collapsing of those two towers of the World Trade Center and said it wasn't easy to get into City Hall. It was pretty locked down. And now we have something else to tell you. Breaking news on WCBS 880, right here, right now. We're just getting word that primary day in the New York has been canceled. Now, that's all we know. We don't know if that's the state of New York or the city of New York. We presume that primary day in New York has been canceled statewide. We hope to bring you more information within a few seconds. It's obviously not easy for people to get around in Manhattan, particularly right now, so they're not going to try to get to a voting booth, and officials are needed for uh, other matters on a day like this. Primary day is canceled. It'll have to be rescheduled. Can we bring you up to speed on what we know here at WCBS? I'm Jeff Kaplan. Good morning. I'm Pat Carroll. It's 1041 Tuesday morning, the 11th of September, the day of the worst terror attack in U.S. history. The South Tower of the World Trade Center is gone, followed quickly thereafter by 30 minutes by the North Tower. A plane crashed into the Pentagon this morning. About 40 minutes after that, a car bomb has exploded outside the State Department. It's being evacuated. And moments ago, we received word of a large plane crash outside Pittsburgh or in Pittsburgh, Somerset County, Pennsylvania. The president is not at the White House. We, he is in the air, we presume, still on his way uh, back from Florida where he was when this all happened. The United Nations has been evacuated. We've just learned City Hall has been evacuated. The FAA has grounded all other aircraft at major airports nationwide. Here's what we know about the planes that crashed into the World Trade Center. According to sources, uh, one was a plane, Flight 11 from Boston to Los Angeles. It was uh, supposed to go to Los Angeles, was hijacked and flew into the World Trade Center. The other plane, according to officials on the condition of anonymity, say, that the second plane that flew into the World Trade Center flew out of Newark this morning. We have reporters deployed uh, throughout lower Manhattan trying to get a handle on uh, what's going on for us at hospitals and uh, near as they can get to the World Trade Center complex and what's left of the rubble there. WCBS reporter Peter Haskell is at Chelsea Piers uh, talking to people about what's going on. And Pat, we've had a straight look down the West Side Highway at the World Trade Center and uh, interestingly in that North Tower which was the second of the two to go down. Uh, there was a large fire, perhaps 10 floors from the top. You could see flames shooting out the right side of the building. And then we also saw flames maybe 10 floors down on the left side of the building. As time went on, each row uh, across the floor of windows, or what you could see, getting more and more charred, more floors getting charred, more flames that you could see across an entire row. This is with a naked eye, let alone with binoculars, which we had a look. Just flames across a whole row, of, uh, across the entire floor, through all the windows, just the orange you can see glowing from the inside. One floor, and we probably saw maybe 10 or so floors burned before that explosion went off, and the building disappeared. We've seen folks walking up. One woman we spoke to had the day off today. She works uh, a handful of blocks north of the World Trade Center. Uh, she was pretty much gasping for breath, just as so overcome by the emotion. Two things. One, the fact that she had the day off today, and two, so many people that she knows who she has worked with for years, uh, she's concerned about them and worried about what their fate might be. Uh, it has just been... Uh, 
unbelievable to see so many folks just flooding up uh, when from World Financial Center. That place emptied uh, after that uh, initial explosion, after the second plane went in. Uh, people just charging their way up. Uh, most of them seeming calm, but certainly a lot of them uh, choked up. Some people crying, a lot of people crying. Everyone trying to make phone calls to call people who might care about them and let them know that they're all right. And we are still seeing people walking up the West Side Highway uh, just uh, Looks like just taking a walk on a nice, bright, sunny day, which it is. But uh, so many of them uh, obviously concerned about what happened and, and not knowing what tomorrow will bring. We wish that here at WCBS 880 we could give you more information about the people who were at the World Trade Center uh, before and, well, at the same time that both towers collapsed. But information is sketchy at best. All we've heard is that people are ready at Bellevue for a huge influx of the injured. St. Vincent's Hospital is 50 to 100 critically injured people. Uh, we've heard the Pentagon is um, monitoring the possibility of another terrorist event. We're keeping you on top of that as more word trickles in. Meanwhile, let's uh, go back downtown and WCBS reporter Allison Keyes. I'm standing in a 33-story building right across the street from City Hall. It looks like a war zone outside. There's so much smoke once again, you can barely see the sky. I, there's like a foot of debris on the wall. Police and fire officials are walking around with masks over their face. There are people outside in ambulances, cuts and bruises. I mean, there are rocks in the middle of the streets here. It's, it's, an, it's an absolute disaster area. The people in the building I'm in appear to be okay. We've got the doors taped, but there's still so much smoke in the lobby. It's, you know, not easy to see here, and it's worse outside. It looks like it looks like a nuclear bomb went off. Do you see the debris? The, 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 we were hearing reports of sand like an inch thick on the ground. It's, it's more than an inch thick now, Jeff. It's like three inches thick. It's a, it's a horrible, gritty, insidious thing that's all in people's clothes. It's, it's difficult to breathe. You hear what my voice sounds yeah. like. All right, take a breath for a moment. We're going to go to uh, City Hall. WCBS reporter Mary Gay Taylor. Uh, everybody was evacuated, we thought, Mary Gay. Yes, except for the uh, police and the emergency workers here. Um, but when the last explosion went off, they hustled me back in so I wouldn't have to breathe in any more of that um, stuff that Allison was talking about. They said, go north. That's the uh, direction. Uh, they said a day that uh, two World Trade center towers and um, the Pentagon is not a good day. Uh, they've got the gates barred here. Um, and earlier, as I mentioned, I was uh, huddled under a truck, an EMS truck, when the tower, I guess it was Tower 2 came down. In uh, It's just incredible that it, when it came down, it was black afterwards. You had to have a flashlight to see. It was pitch black and then the dust and then the dust is still swirling all around downtown Manhattan. Being down there, did you see uh, what the fate of the people around you? Because you quickly were, were smart enough or lucky enough to duck underneath a, a truck. Were other people that fortunate? I couldn't see at all. I know there were two emergency workers. They grabbed me and there were two other people underneath that truck. Um, and they let us out, all of everybody coughing and wheezing. And I couldn't even see around me. But I know that they had had uh, an area like a mash area for the uh, injured people right uh, right next to where I was. So I don't know what happened to all those injured people were injured again, I suppose. It must have come down on all of them. Lower Manhattan is swarming with rescue workers, as Mary Gay uh, encountered. We, we're seeing video of firefighters uh, milling around, some of them with uh, masks over their faces. Apparently, they're trying to avoid uh, breathing in some of that dust and sand that Mary Gay has spoken of.
WCBS News Time 1048. And we have more about Pittsburgh. A large plane crashed this morning after all these other explosions we've been telling you about. The two World Trade Center uh, tower collapses. The Pentagon part of the building collapsed. The car bomb outside the State Department. Then a large plane crashed about 80 miles outside Pittsburgh. It's believed that this plane is a Boeing 767. It crashed just about 10 o'clock this morning, eight miles east of Jennerstown. That's in Somerset County. We stress Somerset County, Pennsylvania, not New Jersey. WCBS News Time 1048. WCBS reporter Rich Lamb has uh, been with uh, this radio station for years reporting on New York City, and certainly he was a major part of our coverage of the blast in 1993 at the World Trade Center. Rich? Indeed, and uh, we have to tell you uh, uh, that looking at the television pictures, listening to the amazing descriptions of our reporters on the radio, uh, I'm brought to tears here. Uh, this is an attack uh, the like of which uh, we have never seen in America, and it just is uh, amazing. I want to tell you a little background about the World Trade Center. Built in 1970, uh, it's, of course, 220 floors, the two large towers. The complex is larger than that, but the two large towers we're talking about that everybody thinks about as the World Trade Center. It cost $1 billion to build. Uh, they went 70 feet down to bedrock there to uh, build it, uh, and uh, it was designed in those days to take a full-fledged hit from a 707 aircraft. And that was because a bomber had hit the Empire State Building in 1945. So the architects of the World Trade Center designed it to take a hit from a 707, which was the state-of-the-art aircraft at that time, uh, or coming up to that time. But uh, obviously uh, they never, uh, uh, you know, thought of uh, possibly a, uh, an airplane as large as the one that hit it, uh, also uh, poss the possibility that there may have been explosives in an aircraft, and this is just a devastating result. Amazing, and uh, thank you for keeping us so informed. Uh, it's just amazing to watch. All right, thank you, Rich Lamb. I'm sure we'll be hearing from you again. Uh, our reporters are all over the place trying to bring you the latest information about this disaster. You're listening to live team coverage here on WCBS 880. It's 1050 in the morning. Breaking news on WCBS 880, right here, right now. This is continuing coverage of the worst terror attack in U.S. history. It began at quarter to nine, 845 this morning. The World Trade Center Twin Towers are completely gone. Both towers have collapsed. They were each hit by separate planes earlier this morning near the top. Now nothing is left of them. Lower Manhattan is covered with smoke. Another plane crashed into the Pentagon this morning, a little while after the ones in New York City. A large plane crashed in western Pennsylvania about 70 miles from Pittsburgh at Somerset County Airport. One must wonder after all the other events of today why this plane crashed into nothing in particular simply crashing at an airport. You wonder if it had a mission of its own after the hijackings earlier this morning. There was a car bomb that exploded outside the State Department which has been evacuated. The White House, the Capitol, the Treasury Building and many other government buildings in Washington have been evacuated. In fact, all federal offices in Washington are now being evacuated. President Clinton uh, is not at the White House. President Bush is in the air. He was in Florida on uh, uh, made a statement about getting to the bottom of this terrorist act a little while ago this morning. He is now on his way back to Washington. Here in New York, there's no primary voting today. City Hall is evacuated. There's no Yankee game tonight. The United Nations is evacuated. Federal buildings closed and evacuated in Newark, New Jersey. And in fact, all over New York City, federal buildings have been closed. Security has been increased at places like the State House in Trenton, New Jersey. Connecticut 
Connecticut state buildings have been evacuated as a precaution. The FAA has grounded all aircraft flying out of uh, major airports nationwide. And uh, New York City, what was the term that was used earlier this morning? I start to forget. What did he call it? Uh, some sort of security blanket. Basically, no one can fly over the New York City area, be that helicopter, small plane, large plane. Uh, the, the air corridors are sealed completely in the air. Sterilized. That was That's the term we had heard yeah. earlier this morning from Tom Kaminsky. Children are being kept in city schools. They will only be allowed to leave if their parents come to get them. Let's go to Chris Majette now in the WCBS Traffic Center for more on, on what's closing. We are, in terms of uh, getting around town, you cannot get into, uh, into and out of Manhattan from New Jersey. The three Hudson River crossings are closed. All of the East River bridges and tunnels are also shut down to uh, traffic. What's interesting, I know for certain that the outbound Holland Tunnel, usually if the tunnel needs to be closed for whatever reason, an accident or something inside the tunnel, they will set up some cones. There are actually two large Port Authority trucks blocking the entrance to that outbound Holland Tunnel to make sure that nothing gets inside that tube. But uh, again, all the uh, Hudson and East River bridges and tunnels completely closed at this moment in time. All right, thanks a lot for the update. And we'll be checking back as the situation changes. All the subway service stopped cold all over New York City uh, since about, what, quarter after nine this morning. It all started at about 10 minutes of nine uh, when the first uh, plane flew into the first tower of the World Trade Center, bringing back memories of many people of 1993 when there was a bombing, of course, at the World Trade Center. And also, I think, some memories of the Oklahoma City bombing because uh, we're all thinking of terrorist acts in the United States. This is by far the worst in U.S. history in at least two places, possibly a third if this Pittsburgh uh, crash is, is related in any way. This yeah. has all happened within the last couple of hours. As you look at lower Manhattan, there was this one shot on TV where you saw from New Jersey the Statue of Liberty and off in the distance there was the World Trade Center completely gone, smoke enveloping the entire region of lower Manhattan. It looked like one of those, uh, you know, uh, paintings that you'd see from the Revolutionary War of smoke coming from the waterfront. A chilling sight with thickening debris. You know, we've been discussing smoke billowing from where the World Trade Center was an hour ago. That could well be debris at this point rather than smoke. Small particles somebody mentioned as best us earlier, as well as chunks paper flying into Brooklyn even. WCBS News Time 1054. There are bound to be a lot of casualties and WCBS reporter Peter Haskell is live at Chelsea Piers, which is a staging area for emergency vehicles. Right, what we have right now is, I'll just count them, two, four, six, eight, ten, maybe a dozen or so ambulances that are pulled off on the side of the West Side Highway. They're all in the right lane, and this is a staging area. From what we understand, there is another one uh, farther south at the Staten Island Ferry. That's what one of the EMT tells us. They are waiting for word whether or not they're ready to go down there and, and help out whoever they might be able to help out. Now, just to give you an idea of what we're looking at, and again, it's a straight shot down the West Side Highway. Uh, perhaps an hour ago, we saw a dark black smoke coming out of the top of the North Tower. That tower is uh, no longer here. The color of the smoke is much lighter now. It's uh, like a gray ash smoke, and uh, my guess is that this is just debris. When you have that much building collapsing like that, the debris, it seems like that plume is still heading skyward, and it just, it's one of the uh, paradoxes, I guess, of this is that it's a beautiful blue sky, it's a bright sunny day, and this gray ashen uh, smoke or debris cloud just heading upwards. Now, we spoke just a few moments ago with a gentleman who was coming out of the subway when he uh, witnessed essentially what was going on in the first tower had already been hit by the plane, and when he got out of the subway, he knew, uh, obviously, that something was amiss. We'll play a little bit of that tape. Out of the subway, 
about a block from the World Trade Center right after it happened. And I saw smoke pouring out of the building. And literally people uh, falling out of the building. All. People falling out of the building. People falling out of the building. And you were a sick. You were a block from there. Yes. So what did you do when you came out? I headed to my, towards my office and there was a secondary explosion and I just kept going. I just kept moving north. So the, the subway stop you got out of was south of the World Trade Center? It was north. It was a block north and a block uh, east. Horrible. All right, so you, after that second explosion, what did you do? I moved north. I went north because I didn't know what was going to happen after that. What was it like on the street? It was horrible. People were crying. They were watching people fall out of the building. Um, when that secondary explosion, you know, occurred, everyone just ran north. So that's a gentleman who came out of the subway. He started heading to work, ironically, after the second explosion. He took off and he said it appeared people were actually jumping from the building to escape the fire. I asked him how high up the, they were. He said they were probably in the top quarter of the building, which means uh, obviously, uh, the, you know, 80 floors, roughly, they did not have a fighting chance, but uh, likely because of fear or panic, there were people jumping. You saw people falling from the building. And this uh, cloud of smoke or debris is still billowing skyward. It is still heading up, even though it's been uh, probably a half hour or so since that second uh, tower collapsed. It is, again, an ash gray color, a large right, we're, cloud. We're going to interrupt you now, Peter. Uh, Mayor Giuliani is uh, speaking now. Watched it and saw people jumping out of the World Trade Center. He's speaking on New York One it's by phone. horrible, horrible situation. I think right now what we have to focus on is saving as many of the people as we can save at this point and trying to bring some order to this. And then maybe later on we'll have a better sense of the magnitude of it. We have a lot of police officers, a lot of firefighters, a lot of emergency personnel that, it, that, were, that were down there. And the, the thing to do now is to evacuate Lower Manhattan in an orderly way. Just get above Canal Street and uh, then we'll, this way we'll have the space and the room for the ambulances and everyone else to operate. We're going to try to get subways down into Lower Manhattan so that, so that, people, so that people can take the subway out, the subway and we should have further information about that in a little while. That might help uh, alleviate some of the pressure in Lower Manhattan. We've been in contact with the White House and asked them to secure the space around the city. They've been doing that for at least the last hour, hour and a half. I've spoken to the governor several times, and the governor and I agree that the election today should be canceled. Yes. Giuliani have the election. The election will, will, as soon as we can, we'll figure out an alternative date for it. But we need all the police personnel and everything first else. comments on New York One now. Uh, the evacuation effort. Absolutely. Mayor Giuliani, do you have any sense of what the status of the bunker is? Is it at all operational? Uh, that is right in the middle of uh, both the police department and uh, that area is all uh, cordoned off. We've moved uh, city government to the uh, to the firehouse in uh, Greenwich Village. That's where I'm operating from right now. And we'll probably operate from a police facility uh, in the area of Greenwich Village uh, shortly. Everything, everything in lower Manhattan, except for the people that are there for rescue efforts, uh, has been removed. We removed everyone from City Hall. We removed everyone from the police department other than the most uh, necessary per communications personnel. And uh, we've moved up uh, above Canal Street. And that's what we're urging everyone to do. We uh, literally walked out and helped uh, walk people out. And we're urging them all to get above Canal Street so that we have the fewest number of people down there possible and just those down there for the rescue effort. Mayor Giuliani, what extent did we have as far as warning that this was happening? Was there, was there no any warning. indication As far to as you? I know, there was no warning. 
there was no no one no one uh, made a threat there was no warning when uh, when I communicated with the White House uh, they confirmed to me that the Pentagon had been attacked I haven't even been able to, to see that I, I, I see that I see the shots right now of uh, the World Trade Center but I haven't seen what, what happened to the Pentagon did the fire department uh, have any warning that the structures of the two World Trade Center towers were were compromised did they have some sense that they had to pull their people away no, we from were there actually in a building uh, two blocks away when it crashed and had to uh, evacuate evacuate the building and for a while was stuck in it Giuliani speaking uh, so on the I phone. I, mean, I can't tell you right line. now if they, if they, if they knew. And uh, my recollection is when we were in the building, we probably had about a minute's notice, maybe two minutes. I understand that there have been reports that the uh, alleged hijackers communicated with uh, the air traffic control at Logan Airport, indicating that a hijacking was in place. Did have you heard any I such thing? I've, I've heard that on the street, but I have not. Heard, I have not had that confirmed. So there was no warning to New York there was there was no like warning that uh, that we know of I have the police commissioner here with me we had no warning correct no we had no we had no warning of any kind until the first plane hit and then the second and Giuliani, since uh, we have New Yorkers listening and obviously their Again, thoughts are with urge, the people urge, who are down there. Urge them to remain calm, to remain at home, or to remain at their place of business unless they're in Lower Manhattan. By that I mean south of Canal Street. If you're south of Canal Street, get out, walk, and walk slowly. Uh, carefully, there are plenty of police around, but just walk directly. If you can't figure out what else to do, just walk directly north. That'll get you out of the dangerous smoke area. It'll also do us a big favor. It'll open up those streets because we're going to be moving a large number of ambulances and uh, emergency personnel in and out of there all day. I've talked to the governor. He is putting the National Guard on alert so that they can relieve our police officers and our firefighters later this afternoon. And we've asked the federal government for help uh, from the from the urban search and rescue team. So uh, right now, we're using all of our police and firefighters and emergency personnel to help the people down there. Later on, we're probably gonna need uh, reinforcements. Mayor Giuliani, I realize that it must be uh, more than a chaotic situation, particularly since the, the bunker has been compromised and cordoned off, but can you give us any sense, there are so many people watching now who must have loved ones down in that area and are concerned I, uh, of, of the heart, systematic- My heart goes out to them. I've never seen yes. anything uh, like this. I uh, was there from shortly after it happened and saw people jumping out of the World Trade Center. I've, uh, it's, uh, horrible, horrible situation, and all that I can tell them is that, that every resource that we have is attempting to rescue as many people as possible, and the end result is going to be some horrendous number of lives lost. I don't think we know yet, but right now, we have to just focus on saving as many people as possible. Can you give us a sense of if there is, in fact, some system being implemented, what that system is, and uh, where people are being taken? People, people are triaging. People are being taken to uh, every area hospital possible, even uh, virtually within minutes. Uh, Breaking news on WCBS 880, right here, right now. CBS News is reporting that a plane has crashed at Camp David, Maryland. Of course, that is the presidential retreat outside of Washington. WCBS reporter Mike Zirinax is live at LaGuardia Airport that has been locked down along with all the other major airports in the country. That's right, that's right Pat. All buildings here at LaGuardia Airport have been evacuated. Thousands of people just taken to the streets, taken to the exit ramps and the entrance ramps, walking out, just staring off into the 
the distance and disbelief, not knowing what to do. They're, li again, lining the entrances and the ex exits of the airports, uh, just confused. They don't know what to do. Not enough buses, taxis, or limos to take them away. Uh, many have elected to just simply walk to uh, walk away to nearby telephones and hotels, uh, uh, many of them in tears. They're gazing out of the smoke-filled sky toward Manhattan, just in disbelief, uh, uh, gazing out at where the World Trade Center buildings once stood, some expressing anger, even retaliation. For lack of a better term, it appears we're at a state of war with an un unidentified um, opponent. Uh, and certainly whatever acts they perpetrate, I believe we are at a state of war and the rules of engagement are wide open and whatever we have. Everyone, again, gazing out at the uh, smoky sky, an overwhelming sense of sadness and confusion here at LaGuardia Airport. Mike Zirinax is live at LaGuardia Airport. You're listening to live continuing coverage on WCBS New York. I'm Jeff Kaplan. I'm Pat Carroll at 4 minutes after 11 on September 11th, a Tuesday morning, and we are reporting the worst terror attack in U.S. history. The World Trade Center is gone. Both towers collapsed. They were hit by planes earlier this morning near the top. They later collapsed within an hour or so of those plane crashes. Nothing is left of the Twin Towers now. Lower Manhattan at this moment covered in smoke and debris. Black ash and smoky debris also raining down on Brooklyn coming from the World Trade Center. Another plane has crashed crashed into the Pentagon, and a large plane has crashed in western Pennsylvania at Somerset County Airport, 70 miles from Pittsburgh. A car bomb has exploded outside the State Department. It is being evacuated. The White House, the Capitol, the Treasury Building, all the other federal offices have been evacuated after terror threats. Outside the White House, you can see security guards with machine guns standing at the ready. President Bush is not there. He is in the air, presumably on his way back to Washington. He boarded Air Force One in Sarasota, Florida, after a few Brief words after the two plane crashes at the World Trade Center. He then got aboard the plane, quickly left Florida. The FAA, meantime, has grounded all other aircraft out of, uh, out of major airports nationwide. All planes in the air are being diverted to Canada. One of the planes that crashed into the Trade Center had been hijacked after takeoff from Boston. Sources say the other may have flown out of Newark. Officials believe the plane that hit the Pentagon had flown out of the New York area. Pittsburgh and Boston airports are evacuated. New York City on full terror alert. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.